0: Most blockbuster sports films are not based on true stories. Think The Mighty Ducks, Major League, Creed, The Sandlot, Friday Night Lights, Karate Kid. Movies that capture the specific intricacies, broad appeal, and human drama of competitive sports without telling the stories of humans that actually existed. There are films based on historical figures, of course. Often well-known ones. Babe Ruth and the Babe. Jackie Robinson in 42, and Michael Jordan in the nothing-if-not-historically-accurate Space Jam. But then there is that special category, the one that has a unique, lasting power, of films that tell stories based on real athletes who were mostly unknown until their story is brought to the silver screen. The Milan High School basketball team in Hoosiers, boxer Chuck Wepner, the inspiration for Rocky Balboa the 1988 Jamaican Olympic bobsled team, and the diminutive Midwestern high school football player with a dream, Daniel Eugene Rudiger. Rudiger was never featured in a newspaper article, on TV, or in a sports almanac. Writer Angelo Pizzo only heard his story from a brother of a friend from college who'd overheard a guy in a hotel lobby telling his date the epic tale about a regular kid achieving his dream to play for Notre Dame. But some stories don't have to be well-known, or set in space, to inspire millions. Sometimes they just have to be about one regular guy trying to do something everyone else said he could never do. We're the two gomers, we're talking Rudy, and this is Perfect Movie.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Perfect Movie, a podcast hosted by two regular guys who went from couch to marathon, and now they're making their way back to the couch again. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, joined, as always, by my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. So, we picked this one out because it's fall. Well, I, I picked this one out, right?
0: Right. Anthony's choice.
1: Yep. Um and I just wanted to start with this sound, okay? You ready?
0: I'm ready. So You never hey! played you never played in the marching band, <laughs> did you? In at, at at the University of Wisconsin Madison, you never played in the marching band, did you?
1: I did not ever play in the marching band. Um, although that was, like, total bucket list. Like, I really? really wanted to, like, play, like, one game. Okay. But they're, like, serious. So so what we were just listening to there, that's the University of Wisconsin Marching Band led mm-hmm. by the Michael Lecrone. Um, Red sequin jacket and all. Uh-huh. Um, if you want to be a Badger, then come along with me is the song. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like... I like they're they're serious like they're hardcore They're and it's like a combination of athletics with
0: Mm -hmm. music.
1: It's like they they train like I was talking to one of my students that's doing online virtual marching band, which I'm like, what even is that? Yeah. And like half of what they're doing is their their uh, teacher or their their band teacher is like doing drills like you're all in your own houses and you're doing workouts and drills and all this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, our boys are doing it right now. They're both in marching oh. band. Oh, um,
1: oh, okay. So Noah, tell me Noah about Noah is it. the
0: drum major.
1: Like this year. Wow. Yep. I remember yeah. that was going to happen. So, yeah. But what does that mean?
0: So I mean, it, it is kind of a bummer because it's online. Um, totally. They are. They did. So they did one practice together a couple of weeks ago in person, socially distanced, and they're actually yep. doing a parade this Friday tomorrow night. Okay. Um. For 9-11 oh, through right. the neighborhood by the school. But normally by now, dude, they would be – I mean, it is like a sport, right? Right. It, yep. It's grueling. I mean, normally they would have had two months of rehearsal by now, grueling yeah. heat um, yeah. out there. It's all, you know, coordinated and cool and um, sweaty and smelly right. um, and musical, right? And yeah. so um, I should send you this. So what Noah is doing is he he's making instructional videos oh, on cool. how to stand, how to march, and then people do the drills. Kids do the drills at home. Um, okay. Or, yeah, they, they split up for class by section and they... Um, yeah, so Noah is the drum major this year and uh, Jack is playing bass drum three, which okay. is the third smallest oh, yeah, like, bass drummer <laughs> right exactly beep, beep. yeah, yeah. So it's so interesting to hear him practicing because um because it's not it's not like it because he's only playing some notes and then there's lots of like clicking and clacking um yeah. and you're learning oh, yeah. to march around too. it's so cool uh but huh. it's sad too because they can't be together it's just yep it's just such a bummer
1: yeah well that that's part of why i'm glad we're doing this movie Yep. um is fall so fall is my 100% favorite season okay um followed by closely by winter cuz it includes such things as christmas <laughs> yeah and snow yeah and you know and but then it also comes with uh what New Year's resolutions, and then depression also.
0: <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> you mean you mean Gomer one words and yep. new starts? All no, that is, it, is it
1: like the 21st, like the most depressing day of the year? There's that.
0: Yep. Um, Blue Monday, I think the third Monday of January, okay, the okay, most depressing yeah. day of the year. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it does come with that. I forgot.
1: Um, but then snow and all that stuff, and, which leads to spring. But fall, though... The leaves. I, I just wanted to talk about fall for a second, like just the leaves. Yep. Everything's pumpkin spice.
0: H- what's the temperature right now in Atlanta? Is it? Does um, it feel like fall?
1: N- well, okay. Well, right now it's seventy three. Oh, okay. sorry, it's eighty one. That was earlier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to reload.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, seventy three. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Afternoon. That would be great. Yeah.
1: Um, quick update from future Anthony a week later as I'm editing this it's in the mid 60s and storming like crazy and feeling like fall in Atlanta who yeah it yeah so I mean ideally we would have we would have done this in October but right. just the way our, our schedule is working out it is feeling more fall August yes. is like the worst mm-hmm. July August September yeah. gets better and then it just keeps better get, getting better and better but um, but there are some leaves changing. You can start to see. Nighttime yep. is getting cooler. Like I've, right. like I told you, I have my um, studio or my Reed stuff set up in the garage now, and so I have mm-hmm. like the the doors. The gra- I open the garage doors at oh, night. Oh nice! I've yeah. got that little fridge. Uh huh. And you've got your
0: fridge. Come on, man! <laughs> You're that guy
1: now, dude. It, but it's it's a mini fridge, though. I'm not that guy. Oh,
0: like, you're not you're not my friend's parents who had the soda and right. beer fridge, full fridge in there.
1: <laughs> right. In this their is a garage. college. It's a double height college fridge. Okay, got it. But 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 I mean it 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 holds the it holds great stuff and it's awesome. Like you can be out there. It's there is a little coolness at night. I actually wore a jacket the other night. Mm-hmm. Um so there is starting to be a crispness in the air. Um Yeah. It's crazy but, here, dude. It was ninety
0: on Tuesday. Okay. And last night Wednesday night, it got down to 27 at night. Whoa. So that's partly because the world is insane right now. Yeah. And yep. the, there's this cold front moving through. Um, but definitely, I was out last night. I went to pick up some food, um, and it felt like fall. The air yeah. was crisp. Yep. Like you're saying, some leaves are starting to change. Yep. It's fall. Now, football... Yep. Ba, 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 be, da, da, da. What am I singing there? Yep, is Coach. That a, oh, that's Coach. coach. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> that's an indicator for how much I know about football. <laughs> the <laughs> fight football, song though. I know is the Coach theme song. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> no, that's great. That's, um, a, that's a great one. Foot, football is a part of your fall and has been since you went to college.
1: Yes. So I just realized that we're not on Two Gomers. We're on Perfect Movie. Uh, yeah. If you've tuned into this episode and you're like, "What the heck? I thought they were going to talk about Rudy." We did start with the cold open, and we've been we've been we've been uh, land trying to land the plane here, and <laughs> actually no, take the plane <laughs> off and start talking about Rudy. Um, but yeah. fall is football, and that's right. part of why I wanted to pick this movie in the fall. Yeah. Um, is every Saturday, mm-hmm. my wife and I are huge Badger fans, UW Badgers. We went there for undergrad. We had season tickets. Yeah, um, I am not. I like. I wasn't super sports fan. Obviously, like we've said a ton of times, right? But there was something about. yeah, <laughs> There's a badger.
0: Go I saw badger. this. Ba- I saw this badger on Saturday. I'm sharing my screen with you. We oh, went yeah. to this. Um, this kind of like wildlife park on Saturday, and I saw a badger yeah. and took a picture of it for you.
1: You saw a real badger. There it is. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're a Gomertron. Um, mm-hmm. If you subscribe to our Patreon at the half marathon level, you're seeing a picture of a real badger taken by Gomer too. That yeah. is awesome. Um, yeah. It, it's just like when it's your colors, mm-hmm. when it's your team, yeah. something happens and it's like ingrained in you for the rest of your life. Those right. fight songs, mm-hmm. those sounds I'm going to talk about later. Like I just love how this movie, Rudy, sounds like yeah. it starts, um, it starts with a drum, like, yep. you know, a drum line. The whole yeah. movie starts with a drum line after the tri uh Pictures.
0: Which is wonderful in itself. Oh. So that's, that's my call. Yep. <laughs> that's my clarion right. call right. is the star Pictures theme.
1: Yes, totally. It's, it's one of the best. Yeah. I mean, there's, we could, we should almost like have a, that'd be a good, good little short for the, for the bonus disc would be like best, um, best intros. Like the DreamWorks One is great. Um, universal yes. is great. There's been
0: multiple universal. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm writing that down cause that's the best idea I've heard all day. So okay, we, so, we, we rank the yes. um, production company jingles. Yes.
1: Yeah. The logos <laughs> there's, um, there's 20th century Fox. Yep. Um, there's like, uh, the one i can't think of the um the company that um uh who, who did alien again ridley scott i can't remember what his oh, but i yeah. can hear it <laughs> <laughs> it's like an arrow yes he shoots yep. the arrow you know
0: yeah um an orion right who did bill yep. and ted
1: <laughs> totally the
0: spinning stars yeah okay great idea we have to do that that is so good
1: disney uh, yeah. Pixar, Bad right. Robot, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I think that would be a really fun bonus disc.
0: So not only is there the Tristar opening,
1: There's it a Tri-Star. starts
0: with that sound, that marching band. Yep, like just is it's a single drum. I can't even remember. It's a drum line. A drum line. Right. That's
1: like. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So that rules now. People that have been listening to The Gomers for a long time know I fall asleep to movies. Have for years, have for Uh decades. Yeah. I mean, my my sister and I used to say, do you want to fall asleep to Big or, (laughs) um, you know, like Star Trek or, you know, like what movie do you want to fall asleep to tonight? Like we'd have like a sleepover or something like that, you know. Is
0: Um, Rudy one of those? You fall asleep to Rudy?
1: Yes. I probably fell asleep to Rudy for maybe 10 years. So, (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> tri-star pictures. I mean in the rotation.
0: So you hear the tri star um, pictures and it's like Yeah, so tri star pictures knocks you out.
1: Yeah, so like uh starts with that tri star, then the yeah. drum line, mm-hmm. um, and then the harp. Oh yeah. That flute. That flute solo. And then you kind of hear them running in the background starting a football game. Yeah. You know, there's there's um like a little scrimmage. Is
0: uh-huh. that the right word? Yeah. Um, scrimmage, yeah, sure. <laughs> scrimmage game.
1: <laughs> Just brothers, brothers and neighbors though. You know, like yeah. I, there's there's something about the way this music is. Um, it's a combination of like Americana mm-hmm. and like Irish. Irish um, sure. song. Yeah, like, you're I, right. I kind of think it's absolutely perfect. And I'll talk about that in the evidence later. Okay. Um, but it's that Irish Catholic sound in the yeah. Midwest with the snow. Yep. I mean, like, dude, it's just so great.
0: Yeah. Um, when I was watching this movie. Yep. No, I hadn't seen it for 20 years, I think. Yeah. So I did not fall asleep to it every night for 10 years. I, I don't <laughs> think I've watched it since, maybe <laughs> since high school, dude. Wow. Okay. Um I was thinking the entire movie, this is th- there is nothing that Anthony doesn't like in this movie. Th- th- <laughs> this was like <laughs> I-, I don't know what whether I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg, right? Whether this movie created you or whether somebody like took the top off of your head and looked inside and Rudy the the 2 hours movie that is Rudy was in there the VHS was in there and they just removed
1: it like we found all things that you would like and we put it in this You're right totally right yeah um yeah fall football fall midwest great score Sean yep. Aston um everything about it Inspirational
0: um, story, right? Like oh yeah, somebody, underdog. Actually, yes. let's under, I wanna, underdog story.
1: Yeah, underdog may be um, top top for me story yeah. wise. Um, yeah. And I, I wanted to read this review, um, just a little excerpt of Roger Ebert's review. Okay, um, why he thought it was great. Yeah. Um, he said, underdog movies are a durable genre and never go out of style. They're fairly predictable in the sense that few movie underdogs ever lose in the big last scene. The mm-hmm. notion is enormously appealing, however, because everyone can identify in one way or another, which I totally can. Um, but here's, here's how he said <laughs> this kind of stands out as an underdog movie. Yeah. In Rudy, Aston's performance is so self-effacing, so focused and low key that we lose sight of the underdog formula. And begin to focus on this dogged kid who won't quit. Mm-hmm. And the last big scene is an emotional powerhouse just the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. So, like, it it does follow the underdog tropes. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, like you said, Sean Astin just does a perfect job of, like, you just love this dude. You just root yeah. for this dude. You just, it's right. like... Man, like from the very first scene when he's like, "What a spaz!" His older brother, "What a spaz!" You're just like, You're like I love you like, don't be mean this. to him." Yeah, <laughs> like I lit, dude. Okay, so I um I didn't get a chance to watch this movie till this morning, and I probably actually, even though I fell asleep to it for years, didn't watch it until this morning for a, probably a couple of years. Okay. Um. So when the music came up, when they called him a spaz. When they laughed at him, yeah, in front of the TV, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go to football, and the you know the dad's like, eh, eh, <laughs> you know like, yes, almost like he's gonna hit him. Yeah. Um
0: why I oughta.
1: why I oughta, like yeah. you're gonna give me indigestion here. <laughs> like he doesn't have an accent like that at all, right? Um, but man, dude, I was tearing up really bad this morning, dude.
0: Wow. Okay. Like if
1: we had recorded, then I don't know if I could have said some of the stuff
0: we're going to talk about. Well, we'll see. I was wondering if you're going to be able to make it through some of this stuff. I mean, there's, yeah, I
1: feel great it's now. Great? I yeah. feel great now. This morning, I was like, every new idea I was thinking of, I was like, <laughs> 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 like you know, like when you, yeah. I, I was like, how are we going to talk about his encouraging friend? Um, right. How are we going to talk about? Um, like his dad issues, mm-hmm. the, the desiring for acceptance of dad. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so, but now I feel good. Okay. Earlier, well, not good. Well, I,
0: I can't wait to talk about all that stuff. We'll get into the trial. Yeah. It'll be an interesting trial, right? You're going to be yep. presenting all the evidence. It's your choice. Yep. Um, So th- this one, I, I guess the other thing I was thinking about when I was watching was how much nostalgia is just baked into this for you and how interesting mm. that'll be when we get into the trial.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> this was what the Martian was for 2016 through 18. OK. Like my desktop. Dude, like so this is when we were starting the Gomers. Yeah. When we were starting the Gomers and we were starting to learn to run and stuff. Uh huh. Um, I I screenshotted him running. Really? And that was like my desktop on my laptop for like a long time.
0: Wow, okay, Just like, so this is this is part of you.
1: <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's, I'm gold and blue through and through. I'm Rudy <laughs> and Goldsmith uh, and Rizzo, sorry, Pizzo and uh, Ans I, I don't know how to pronounce the dude's last name, David Anspog, the director.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, well, let's see, go to the Gomer yeah. 1 sheet, should we? Because I think okay. that... Um, the, what the, the thing that really stuck out to me was that this writer, director, composer team is the same as from Hoosiers. Yes. Um, which is another movie that I love that I haven't seen for a long time. See, I should have watched Hoosiers to
1: get the experience that you probably got watching Rudy. Like I'm, I'm, somebody is like, feels like to Hoosiers, like I feel like about Rudy. Um. Like so I'm you've not seen super Hoosiers, atta- I'm assuming. I've seen it, but a real yeah. long time ago, and I'm not attached to it at all. Okay. Um, I know I would love it. I love Gene Hackman. Yep. Um, and you know, I can't even think of the score right now, but I actually think this may be Goldsmith's best. Wow. Some of his best like sweet. Okay. Um, yeah, but same team uh that wrote these. So this movie came out October twenty second, nineteen ninety three. Right. R- running time 112 minutes, just under two hours, which I know you would love.
0: It's a little long, but
1: there there's <laughs> there's some stuff that could probably be cut, and there are a lot there's a lot of like um like things that are very repetitive. You know, you yeah, go through but an you entire know what? semester. I, I, you will, th-
0: I will give it credit that I was never bored mm. and I never was thinking, let's get on with it. I think if I watched it every day, I would think that but mm-hmm. with 20 years in between i i i thought it i thought it moved really well okay good
1: yeah i mean it shouldn't have been longer than 2 hours so just under 2 is great yep. um, budget for this was 12 million dollars that's pretty low but again yeah. we just did black panther was our last episode budget 200 million <laughs> now the gross <laughs> at the box office just under 23 million that's not very good i thought this yeah, was going to gross a lot know. more than
0: that sometimes i have trouble figuring out what is a hit and what isn't um because I've read before like doubling doubling the box office is not great unless it's for a low budget film or Mm. was it high and so maybe I need to read more about what that is my feeling is doubling what you doubling what you put into a movie like this is probably good
1: okay and do you know what do you know what Jurassic Park grossed by any chance? I should have looked that up cuz that was the same million? year.
0: Um I think it was 300 million.
1: Okay. So
0: yeah, maybe 500. Like... It it broke some it broke records, right? It it was the top grossing movie. So that's another weird thing when you're looking at like a movie that broke all records for box office and it was a huge deal. Yeah. But there were a lot of movies like this, like Rudy, Still in the theaters being made that I don't think a movie like this gets to the theater anymore.
1: Right. Yeah. Everything. It's
0: very rare.
1: Everything is huge now. Right. Everything is huge. Everything has a like a big budget, like spectacle to it. This yeah, is it's just like huge
0: a- or indie, and there's no in between. Yep. So like a big production company like TriStar making a movie and putting it out in theaters like Rudy, I don't think that happens as much anymore.
1: Yep, totally. Just uh, like a human story yeah. like that. Right. Um, hmm. Okay, this didn't really win any awards um, other than American Film Institute put it on its 100 best films of all time. Okay. Um, it's number 54 most inspiring film. Um, Vulture.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, that's when we, when we Google searched sports movies during right. a league of their own.
0: Oh, I remember. Um, so this yeah, has, an, we I, found that list. Yep.
1: Yep. It's, it, this is in its top 50. Um, okay. It's at number 35 on there currently. Yep. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, 78% critic, 90% mm-hmm. audience. People love this movie. Yeah. Th- that it.
0: makes a lot of sense to me. This is an yep. audience movie, right?
1: This is yeah. made for audiences. Oh yeah. This was made for me.
0: Right. Where a critic could pick it apart. If you're just a part of the audience, you don't yeah. care. Yeah. About any of that stuff. Yeah. Right. You you know, since we're since
1: we're talking about critics real quick, can we just yeah. do a quick stricken from the record?
0: Okay, sure.
1: Cuz we forgot to do that earlier. Um yeah. so if you're new to this podcast, we strike things from the record, um they cannot be put into uh the trial.
0: Right. You cannot okay. take them into account when you vote. Yep. Um, so, so, for instance, when we did Space Camp, Anthony had a list of 30 things that were stricken from the half, record.
1: Half of the Space Camp episode
0: was <laughs> stricken from the record. And I still think it got like a 30% vote from the audience. <laughs> we um, need to strike more, apparently.
1: Yep. But I stand by this. I stand by this movie massively. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, stricken from the record, I took I took a pretty deep dive this week into this movie No, I didn't actually screen it until this morning where I wept. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) The tears did not flow in your research, but only when (laughs) you watched.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, So what I actually did is I listened to a couple of different podcasts about it, and I watched a bunch of interviews. Uh um, And this recurring theme was this movie's fake. Oh, okay. They were like this. So, okay, if you're a huge fan of this movie, these next this next minute, I feel super bad saying, but it needs to be said because if you look up Rudy, this all comes out. They're like the the, the stories fabricated, tons oh, of it's okay. made up. Um, I see it didn't really happen this way. So like Joe Montana, who dude, we're so not into sports, but he's like super famous. You probably yeah, heard of him. I
0: recognize the name. Sure, a football player.
1: I, I only know Joe uh, Montana it
0: up. played for the <laughs> Dolphins. Is that okay. right?
1: Uh, well, I, I saw that he played for the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs, but perhaps he also played for the Dolphins. You keep talking. I'll see. Okay. Um, so he actually was going to Notre Dame when ah. this happened.
0: Was he uh, Vince Vaughn?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, he played by, <laughs> played by Vince Vaughn. <laughs> this
0: a-hole thinks it's the Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. So um, he was there during that time?
1: Yeah, so he was like a backup quarterback or injured or something like that. And uh-huh. so he he kind of had a bit of a hot take that he was like it didn't really happen like that. The jersey okay. thing didn't happen where they like laid the jerseys down. That's totally made up.
0: Oh man. Um
1: a lot of other people have said like um the, well so like they chanted Rudy okay. after he left. I like see. after he did the sack. So like, uh-huh. you know, there was there was a lot of artistic license brought into this movie. Okay. Um, and uh like I guess the coach really actually liked him. Like he, okay. he's kind of the antagonist, um, but actually he really liked him. The people yeah. really liked him. They also said that when they were cheering Rudy, it was somewhat in mocking, oh, not in like
0: no. super yeah, like sure.
1: now. This is the hot take from Joe Montana. Right. Um, but it's kind of like. Dolphins
0: in, football player. <laughs> right. I just looked it up. He never played for the Dolphins. Dang it.
1: Okay. Okay. I didn't think so. There's a okay. dude that played for the Dolphins that was in stinking uh, Ace Ventura. Right. I think that's Dan who you're thinking Marino, of. Dan Marino. Dan
0: Marino. Yeah.
1: That's it. Look okay. at us.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Brett Favre was in it too, right? Wasn't Brett Favre in
1: Ace in Ventura? Ace Ventura. I don't think so. Um, but. Anyways, like his brother is made up, Frank, that's that's, yeah. that's a made up character. There wasn't right. really um, the groundskeeper. Fortune is, is yeah. kind of like a conglomerate of characters. So right. anyways, Rudy himself has come out and said that it's 92% accurate. Um, okay. But it's like all you have to do is like just Google search this on YouTube. And I was like, oh, no, don't make me hate this movie. Like yeah. don't tear it apart.
0: Like this is right. the
1: best movie ever. So, I wanted to put that on Stricken from the Record. Then let com- me ask you: Does okay. any
0: of that matter to you?
1: Well, I'm wondering. Okay, I'll tell you the truth. Uh-huh. Looking into that, listening to some of those podcasts where people just shredded it, it yeah. was starting to make me feel bad. Huh. Like it was. It wasn't life giving to one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh man, um, sorry, and, dude. So I want to play this um, clip. From Rudy himself.
0: Rudy himself. Rudy Rudiger.
1: Yep, this is Rudy Rudiger um, from Straight from the Horse's Mouth, okay? Okay. Here we go. The message of the movie was so
0: strong. Uh, I didn't care whether it was true or not, whether it happened or not. Mm. Uh, when I was watching the final scoring of the movie in Taddeo's studio when uh, Jerry Goldsmith met and Kenny and his team were back there Just watching the film and how that music came together, I just knew it was going to be a powerful message. When I saw Jerry Goldsmith cry uh,
1: during his scoring, I knew there was something very powerful here. And he turned around and says, You know, Rudy, this score will be heard in the Olympics. This could be so triumphant. It'll be heard all over the
0: world the rest of your life. This will live for a very long time. There you go.
1: Basically, Rudy was like, we and you can watch a lot more and listen to a lot more of his interviews and Sean Astin's interviews and uh, uh, Angelo Pizzo. Uh Um, Like they were like, when you're trying to tell somebody's story, you have to figure out how to squeeze it in into an hour and 52 minutes. Um, So we had, this didn't actually happen here. This didn't actually happen here. And we're trying to tell a story. Yeah. We have a narrative. Like it would be dumb if they were like, like just cinematically, if, he hit, and then they started chanting Rudy, like,
0: yeah. I, you know I, what I mean? I get it. I mean, th- so this is our second biopic, I think, that we've done. Yep. If like if uh, if all this stuff was coming about out about just mercy isn't true, mm-hmm. right? And here's yep. here's all these discrepancies, and here's he actually didn't do these things at all, etc. Uh-huh. I, I think I would be like, okay, that feels really weird uh-huh. in a story like that. Yeah. With this one, it is a underdog sport story. Yeah, I am fine. Like I'll tell you right <laughs> now, I'm fine with it not being 100 accurate and for them taking na- making narrative choices. Yeah, to to get those tears squeezing out of my little eyes, let's squeeze a little tear out, right? Oh, they, it squeezes uh, I, those it's a tears movie. out. Um, but I also think I get why people be like, mm, well, th- that's they're taking advantage of me or, or something like that. Right. Like it didn't really happen. Oh. Then why would I even watch it? I get that. <sighs> but for me as a viewer, I actually don't care in a sports movie. I wonder if that has to do with the fact that I don't care about, I, I, I I'm i not a sports guy. Right, right. Right. Well, and yeah. So like Joe Montana
1: deal. was like, he was off sides and they yeah. just didn't call it like stuff like that. Okay. That yeah like some sports people had some issues with. But the thing is, like, I heard a story from Rudy also that he was like, Kobe Bryant came up to him and mm-hmm. was like, gave him a huge hug and was crying. And he's like, that is my favorite movie. Yeah. You know, like these sports dudes that absolutely love, like, like, love Rudy. I mean, like, I think about movie music, or um, not movie music, but like music movies um mm-hmm. that were seminal in my development, right? And so, right. like, they're just, they're a part of you. And so, like, Rudy, his story... Yeah, and the heart of the story is a hundred percent true.
0: Right. Okay. So you know what I mean, like that's the heart it. of the yeah. dude, and
1: mm-hmm. that's what's important.
0: Because like yeah. you could w- even hear it in that clip, he is yep. that guy, right? Totally. Uh, and uh, so if there were some, if there's a thing or two that's a little bit exaggerated or reordered, or like he didn't have a brother. Yeah. Right. Well, but he did. I thought he did have like eight or nine brothers, right? Yeah, they he would does. Say that in the end,
1: he does. And dude, oh my gosh, have I got! Oh, I'm so pumped to talk about his brother because, <laughs> I okay, I can't wait to talk about that because that's going to be in my evidence. Okay, um, great. Yeah, so I just want that stricken from the record. Yeah, people are gonna have heard it all over the place. I, it, it. So when I watched it this morning, I was like, oh yeah, who cares about that crap? This movie freaking rocks. Yeah. And it tugs at all the right things and it inspires in all the right ways. And it makes you want to want to be great and dream big.
0: So Um, let me read the VHS synopsis and then we can get to the trial. Okay? Okay, so here it is. And it's pretty good. All his life, people have told Rudy he's not good enough, not smart enough, not big enough, but nothing can stop his impossible dream of playing football for Notre Dame. From the time he's a young boy, Rudy, Sean Astin, is determined to fight, uh, is determined to join the fighting Irish, not join the, not fight the joining Irish. But his blue collar family only laughs at his ambitions. They know Rudy will follow his father and brothers to the local steel mill. And for four long years after high school, he does just that. But some dreams won't die, as Rudy proves when he goes to heroic, occasionally hilarious, Lengths to win admission to Notre Dame. Occasionally hilarious? What are they hilarious. talking about there? What? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Once there, he becomes a walk-on player, serving as little more than a human tackling dummy against the starting players. Bloodied but unbeaten, Rudy wins the respect of the coach and the other Irish players who give him one shot at gridiron glory. Hmm. An incredible true story from the creators of Hoosiers... Rudy is an unforgettable testament to the power of dreams and the triumph of the common man. Good news, nation. Mm. It's in color. PG. And like you said, 112. Full, sometimes slow, but never boring minutes.
1: Yep. Okay, that's great. What was that bloody but unbroken? Bloodied but unbeaten. Unbeaten. I like that yeah me too bloody but unbeaten yeah it's like yeah that's that's pretty good
0: yeah hmm. all sorts of inspiring things of man. yeah even on the back of the vhs box were inspired are you crying yet
1: <laughs> i was crying earlier dude i was crying <laughs>
0: spaz all right you well spizz! let's listen to the trailer all right um and then we'll come back put rudy on trial and decide is it a perfect movie
2: After high school, I'm going to play football at Notre Dame.
1: Chasing a stupid dream causes nothing but you and everyone around you heartache.
2: Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to go to school here. And ever since I was a kid, everybody said it couldn't be done. I always listened to them and believed what they said.
0: I don't want to do that anymore.
2: Hey, kid, not supposed to be here. And everyone is meant to go to college. I need your help. Why should I help? I just want to be a part of this university. You're nuts. Yeah, a lot of people have been telling me that lately. Sometimes a winner is a dreamer who just won't quit. <laughs> hey, you guys. My son's going to do I'm here to play football for the Irish. I wish God would put your heart in some of my players' bodies.
1: You're five feet nothing. A hundred and nothing. And you got hardly a speck of athletic ability. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. true story from the creators of Hoosiers. You ready, champ?
2: I've been ready for this my whole life.
0: <laughs> All rise. Hey,
1: how's it going? How's it going over there? Oh, I love Rudy. I wish Ned Beatty would have been my dad. He's so awesome.
0: I bet this guy's dad is very is very similar to Ned Beatty, right? Like, you're you're, you're across the oh hall yeah roommate in yep. college. Yep. I can imagine his dad being very similar. Um totally. Well, here we are in the trial, and here's how it works. If this is your first time, if you're like i I'm feeling that Chris Bear. I watched Rudy. I wonder if there's a podcast about it. <laughs> you type it in, and this comes up.
1: You'll find a bunch of snarky ones, by the way.
0: (laughs) Oh, for sure. I'm sure there are. Not this one. We're going to be earnest. (laughs) Um, So we have a long list of movies that we love. Rudy has been on Anthony's particular list since the very beginning. It might be one of the first ones you put on there. Yep. Um, Yep. So we take one of those movies and we act as its defense counsel. We present evidence because this is an Anthony's choice. He's the one who's presenting evidence to me and the nation um, to attempt to prove to you, to me, uh, and even to himself that this movie is indeed perfect. Because uh, in a week, we're going to put a poll up on Instagram and Facebook. You, the listener, get a vote. If 75% of you vote yes, if Anthony votes yes, and if I vote yes, it's unanimous. It goes on the perfect movie list. We put an MP4 on a flash drive, put it into the Nostromos. Is that the name of the
1: (laughs) alien ship?
0: Nostromos,
1: yeah. We send it on V'ger to the Nostromo.
0: Oh, right, yeah. It's got to get there somehow. V'ger first. It gets there. Um, (laughs) People are running around screaming, dying, but the Xenomorph gets a hold of that flash drive, sticks it into that computer (laughs) that's just green and white, you know? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) somehow is able to watch all the movies and is converted into a nice little boy or girl. I don't know what is the alien an alien male or female? I don't know. I don't know. Not sure. But the score is Jerry Goldsmith, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. So there you go. They
0: would recognize that. They'd be like, oh, this is the music I've been hearing.
1: Yeah, I want that. Okay, that would be an amazing mashup
0: play the Rudy score over a scene
1: in Alien. Like, that would be incredible. Okay.
0: (laughs) Or vice versa. Sometimes. Actually, I will will confess to you. There was one time. So I watched this movie. Here's the first thing I want to tell you. I watched this movie with um, Jack and Noah and Jessica, Jessica's sister, and Jessica's brother-in-law, Taylor. Taylor told me that one time he watched Rudy before a basketball game, and he did really good. Uh-huh. And so he, then he watched Rudy before every basketball game he ever played <laughs> he That's did, awesome. he thought it was a good luck charm. But yeah. he hadn't seen it for a long time. And so okay. he was like, yeah, I'll watch Rudy with you. Uh-huh. So um, we watched Rudy. That's the first thing. The Wait, second thing I want to tell you, he, they they were up here from Phoenix. They live in Phoenix.
1: Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. So, so you had a screening of this with a, a crew?
0: Yeah. Dude, that rules. Yeah. So I they just had a baby. There. And they, okay. they came up to so that we could meet the baby. Cool. And, um, it was great. It was, it's kind of like you going out to Wisconsin. It was them coming up to us. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, an actual screen with people in it. I kept saying, it's funny that we mentioned this thing about Alien. I kept saying yep. with a different score, this movie might be, like, creepy. Sure. Because, like, Rudy is frigging everywhere. Right. He's always sneaking up on people, yeah. <laughs> like, with a different score and a different cut. This movie might be frightening.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that that's amazing. What we did on Friday night, Aaron and I were uh-huh. like, we wanted to watch something. Yeah. And um, what we ended up watching was maybe an hour of those trailers. You've seen those, like, mashup trailers, like, Sleepless in Seattle as a thriller.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's that's um, what I was imagining. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's yep.
1: super fun. And like, they'll just—it's. I think it's mashable. Okay. That does that? Mm-hmm. Um. We d- we literally watched trailers for an hour, like laughing our butts <laughs> off. We didn't even get to a movie. Uh, like it was that's Silence, awesome. Silence of the Lambs as a romantic comedy, and they like <laughs> oh cut that's it together. good. I <laughs> yeah, love that. Yeah. So okay, so Rudy as um as like a creepy
0: like a yeah. stalker film yep. or something sure. like
1: like huh. creeping into the like yeah. he lives at the football stadium <laughs> like he's always he's coming he's up on that creeping
0: into that window
1: <laughs> yeah he's at that bar with that girl that leads the like student team right exactly he's like painting that like
0: he, he runs, runs up to her gold. little like don't i know you yeah i'll find
1: my id soon <laughs> <laughs> like
0: <laughs> yeah exactly so we had, we had fun thinking about that yeah, that's good. Uh, so, I mean, Jerry Goldsmith could do it, right? I mean, just just sub in the alien score, and we've got a yep. different movie.
1: Well, I want to see xenomorphs though with that flute solo. I want to see that.
0: The yeah, little they're like laddies bursting out of chests. The laddies and lassies. Off.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna start doing that, dude. That's Once I idea. figure out how to work iMovie. Um, yeah. Someday, <laughs> dare to dream. <laughs> Well, now that we got that iPad Pro, I'm gonna start messing oh, yeah. around with it. Sweet, we just got that in the mail yesterday. That thing is friggin' unbelievable with a little magic keyboard. Wow, holy smokes! It is like, it's like they said. Your next computer is not a computer. Huh? It is incredible.
0: Now, could you edit the
1: podcast on that? Um, I'm gonna figure that out. You can. I could do what we're doing right now. Okay. Like I could record into GarageBand with okay. this audio interface. Um. And I think you could edit it. I just don't know that we'd have all the fancy bells and whistles.
0: Right. Because yeah. you'd
1: be touching it a lot. Like
0: <laughs> squeezing.
1: Pinching. Tweaking. Swiping.
0: Squirting. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, okay. So let us go into the trial. Anthony, you are yep. the defense attorney yeah. here. Trying to yeah. prove to us all that Rudy is a perfect movie.
1: Okay. So I freaking love this movie as yeah. we've already said a bunch of times. Right. Um my evidence number 1 is the dream. The dream. The dream. This this is a movie about a kid with a dream. Okay, that okay. um that um clip I played for you earlier with Rudy, it was mm-hmm. at like the 25th anniversary screening. And the director, the writer, Sean Astin, right, um, Rudy, and then I think Rudy's son, okay, are there? And they're like a panel, like it's like the credits have just rolled. A hundred or a couple hundred people have just screened the movie.
0: Okay, so they watched the movie together. Yep. Okay.
1: Which man, I would love to watch this movie with with like in a theater again. Yeah, like that would you know, be great. I don't know that I watched this movie in the theater to be honest. I didn't. Like I probably saw this movie I, I I probably saw this year movie years after it came out.
0: Did you see it in high school? I'm sure you saw it in high school. Yes,
1: yeah, so I probably saw it in high school. Okay. But for sure saw it in college and that's when I fell in love with it. The whole badger football thing, the whole right. like like there were two things in high school that I was like not into. Uh-huh. Rock music
0: rock, rock and roll. <laughs> Rock, yeah, you didn't like rock and the rock and roll musics. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> um, you really poo pooed it. You were sticking your nose up at that stuff
1: for sure. I totally did. Such an elitist snob. I'm going to go to <laughs> Juilliard one day. Um, uh, you did, but it had the gateway of like Supertones, Dave yeah, Matthews. Okay. Um, wow. And so college, you know, Chad and I both got guitars. We yeah. Roommates, you know, I mm-hmm. really got into it. So that, and then sports. Right. I was like, okay. sports are stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then Badger football, it, it's, it's a, it just rules. Is anybody yeah. out there a big, I, I want to like click like in the chat if you're <laughs> like, <laughs> does anybody love Big Ten football or like down here in the South? Football is, it is like, it—it it is almost like a religion.
0: Yeah. I know. I know we do have people who like football that are listeners because mm-hmm. sometimes they give you crap about the Badgers.
1: Right. Yep. We've gotten that before. Yep. Um. And so, man, dude, no football this year. No yeah. Badgers. Yeah. Future Anthony here again. It appears that there are going to be some Badger football games. So enjoy responsibly and let's watch some or something. We'll talk about it on the Gomers. Go Badgers. Like, oh, man, it's so sad. So it's just one of the many uh, things that's a real bummer about this fall, yep. which is why we want to talk about Rudy. So. The dream, though, mm-hmm. um, the so there's actually a Rudy Foundation. Okay, um, I all that. I know about it is that there's a Rudy Foundation. I didn't look into that or anything. <laughs> okay, so now um, we know
0: the same thing okay. about
1: this foundation. <laughs> right now, you know, but the it head, is. the head uh-huh. of of the Rudy Foundation was kind of like she um, was the um, like the one uh, fielding the questions. You know, pass the microphone to the okay. To the thing. Um, and what she, uh, maybe this is the tagline for it, um, but it was dream big, never quit. Okay. Like, I don't know if that's the tagline or if that's just what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say so the scene where he is like, one day I'm going to go, I'm going to play
0: football for Notre Dame. You know, the flashback when he's a little kid, right?
1: Yep. yep. So I had that exact moment. In my life.
0: Yeah. Now, let let me see if I can remember when it happened. Okay. Was it when you were mowing the lawn?
1: Yep. You heard the story a hundred times.
0: (laughs) Well, I've I've heard it. Um, By Louis Giglio. What I can't tell you is why. I can't Mm. remember what was happening to you when you were mowing the lawn and decided, I'm going to play bassoon professionally (laughs) for a career and go to the Juilliard school.
1: Yeah. It was just like one of those, like, what happens when you get an idea? Yeah. What, like, what is that? Is that the Holy Spirit? Is that uh, neurons fighting, firing So you weren't off? listening
0: is, to anything?
1: No. I mean, huh. I, I might have been listening to some music or something on my Walkman. Yeah. Um, Mixtape. Um, sure. I think it was Stan Kenton, actually. Orange hmm. Colored Sky. Okay. Actually, I, I think you're, yeah. I just remember an epiphany like that. It was like, I'm gonna play football for Notre Dame. Oh wait, no. <laughs> it was like I'm gonna be a professional bassoonist.
0: Wow. You know, How and it old was were like you?
1: that. That clear. It was eighth grade. It was that clear. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and it's funny because what I did is I did exactly what Rudy did. I told my dad. That's the first mm. thing I did. Wow. Um, and he and he didn't say he was gonna slap me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He'd go, "Why I oughta?"
1: What, yeah yada what did he say <laughs> um, he, he just went like huh cool you know like I think okay so we were talking about the other day like about how kids sounded like trombo or parents sound like trombones yeah sure to kids I uh-huh. think there's got to be a reverse analog of that where <laughs> long kids stories sometimes you in your brain our brains are like firing off there's so yeah. much noise right now yep and you don't know. Maybe that—that's the moment where you're yeah. sharing, the the pivotal moment. But that right. So I don't know if there if there's. Do
0: you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I, I wonder what the instrument is that we hear the kids—is it a clarinet <laughs> or an oboe? I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty good. That is good. Like they could you could edit that together with Charlie Brown, like a trombone. Uh-huh. When the adults are talking and then they hear the kid and it's like.
0: So there's no actual dialogue in the entire show. <laughs> yeah. It's just noises.
1: That's probably <laughs> like what quarantine has been like for a lot of people. Yeah, just totally trombones and clarinets. Yeah. Um, so in this like sort of dream, like I think this is why people love love this movie is the dream yeah. big, um, and never quit ness of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I agree. I, I and I I wonder if that's why you love it. Yep. So very much because totally. it does tell, to a certain extent, it does tell your story. Yeah. I, I don't think you had a bunch of people telling you how you weren't gonna <laughs> make it, right? I mean, there 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 is there are very. I mean, he sits down with his dad at the bus yeah. station, and yeah. his dad tells him the story about his dad failing. Yep. Right. And you think, I mean, I love that scene because you think he's going to say, you follow your dream anyway. Yeah. And what he says to Rudy is, following a stupid dream yeah. hurts you and it hurts people around you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I loved that because yep, that I was, was like... Good writing. Yeah, yeah. You you, you know what he's up against, right? Yep. Uh, and so I don't think that probably was true for you, a whole bunch of people, including your dad, saying, shut up. Inch. You can't That's do it. Never going to happen. Inch. Like and I, I told like, Noah I, when he said, I'm right. going to be president. I was like, nah. I mean, you've got to be so smart for that, dude. Now, <laughs> nowadays, never mind, yeah. I won't go there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. But so, you know, OK, so that that is great writing. And that could be part of that could be a different piece of evidence, which I didn't use. Um, right. but I love the realness that he's, yeah, like it's more true to life that he was like that instead of like, go for it, dude. Because the thing is, and th- this is where it doesn't relate to me, yeah. is that, um, he, he wasn't built to do
0: this. And he even says it about himself, right? He yeah. says it when he meets the coach, right? I'm not fast. <laughs> I'm not big right
1: i wasn't the fastest i wasn't the biggest
0: i wasn't the strongest but
1: i led the team in tackles right right like
0: and, and he does sort of have some sort of rocky superpower where he he yep. can take mm-hmm. he's like that's rocky's thing right he's yeah. he's not the biggest actually he's not the strongest but he can take a punch mm-hmm. and he gets up and he gets up and he gets up and sometimes in rocky movies he wins because of that Right. Um
1: bloody but unbeaten.
0: Right. And like, and so like I, I think that's very similar to Rudy, right? He can just get tackled so many times mm-hmm. yep. and stand up, but he knows his limitations. Right. And he, he knows he's not the best at it. Yep.
1: So like he like the coach says at one point, like, I wish I could take your heart and put it mm-hmm. into other people's bodies. Right. Or like he said the same thing. Um Peter, Pete, his best friend, said the same thing to his older brother. Like mm-hmm. uh the coach said that if you had one tenth of Rudy's heart and desire, yeah, you could have been right. all conferenced.
0: Oh, yeah, you know? that happens twice. Yeah, that language happens twice in the movie. That's interesting. Yeah.
1: So yeah. it's like his heart is what we're all after, you know, to have a heart like that of perseverance, of like yeah. never quit, dream yep. big, never quit. Um yeah. so I love that about him. I love the perseverance. Mm -hmm. Um, there's three things that kind of like, I think, go with this dream that I could relate to. Okay. The first one, um, the encourager friendship. Mm -hmm. I, dude, dreams are what makes life tolerable. My dad (laughs) says, um, you know, like talking
0: about the guy early on, right? His friend, his
1: his friend. Mm -hmm. Um, he has an encourager, Mm -hmm. um, who then dies and that's kind of what catapults him. Right. into becoming a man of the cloth. I mean, going to Notre Dame, which that scene is super funny. I love I like that scene too. I, yeah. That's a great, like one minute, uh, where one person thinks the other person is talking about the other thing and they both mm-hmm. think they're talking. So like, yeah, it's like, w- like what, it's going to be really hard, dude. And he's like, I know he's like, it's going to mean a lot of sacrifice. I know, and you know, like, and yep. he's talking about being a priest. Yeah. Um, Versus, uh, you know, going to college to play yep. football. Um, so he's got the encouraging friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got the wise old mentor. Yeah. Um, so that is Charles S. Dutton, who right. um, I just think, for me, he's one. He's one of the best parts about this movie.
0: Yeah. He's like,
1: great. like in this life, you don't gotta prove nothing to nobody
0: except yourself. Well, yeah. I want to get to back to that part. Okay, Because because I have questions about what – well, I have some observations about watching this movie as a 40-something mm. different than when I was a teenager. Um, and what I noticed about the journey and what I noticed about that speech in particular that really connected with me. Um, okay. But I just want to say one other thing about Charles S. Dutton. That's another alien connection. He's in Alien 3. He helps Sigourney oh. Weaver. Really? The alien in Alien 3. Yeah, he's so good. Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Yep. He's one of the prisoners. now I remember that. okay. yep I love that actor me too like he there's just something really strong about him like and and that's one of my favorite kinds of characters in a movie mm-hmm. is like the yeah the the old older wise mentor. yeah and I've had some of those in my life that um that just you know can say the truth yeah to you, you know, yeah. like, um, like, 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 the speech that he gives, you don't have mm-hmm. to prove anything to anybody. And then he yeah. tells his personal story and what, and what his, um, struggle was and, and how he felt awful about, you know, his experience with Notre Dame, which is why it's incredible that he works there, but he, yeah. uh, won't watch a game. Um, so their relationship, I love how he helps him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so, uh, I love that. Um, and then, this is what I wanted to talk about most in this particular dreaming thing is yeah. so Frank. So remember to get back to Charles S. Dutton, okay? Yeah. Um, Frank is like like that one article said, made up.
0: Frank his bro- his mean brother, right? There's this his mean, mean brother who keeps saying, like, you can't do this. You're so dumb. And he's like offended. Yep. Like it seems like he is personally offended. Yep. That Rudy is actually chasing his dream.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. That's Frank. Okay, so what I saw that, that mm-hmm. Frank wasn't real, and I watched it this last time through, I was like imagining if Frank actually isn't there. Okay. But thinking about it that Frank is actually the proxy for his doubt. His self-doubt. The proxy doubt. for like everything that he, that is fighting against him. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I watched it like that, it almost like was like all those negative voices that are in your (laughs) head saying, you can't do it. You Uh can't do it. You can't go for it. It like put like a face to that. And one scene I like swore that he wasn't in it. And then all of a sudden he was in it. It's when they're like playing shuffleboard or whatever.
0: Okay. Yeah. You can't
1: see him in the shot. And then like all of a sudden he's there in the next shot. And I was like, dude, I like I was like, is there a
0: possibility (laughs) like Sixth (laughs) Sense style? You get to the end and it's like he never existed.
1: Like he wasn't actually there. It was just the inner critic Uh inside of Rudy. Okay, I love that. Um, And so when I when I watched it through like that, I was like. if, If you do watch it again. Yeah. Like sometime in the future. Which we have lots of movies to watch, and yeah, we don't have time to waste. Um, but if you do watch it again, um, think about that, and think okay. about Frank as like being that, um, yeah, just like a symbol. And I think I read somebody said uh, it was a human symbol of all the people that discouraged Rudy. Is like, yeah. what, like how they wrote that that character because because somebody was like, hey, you didn't actually have an older brother, and the writer said that.
0: Yeah. And th- uh, actually, I really like that as a story, um, mm-hmm. as, as a story tool, right? Mm-hmm. As a writing tool, which is we can't tell the story of every single person that was telling Rudy not that he couldn't do it. And so yeah. let's make one conglomerate character. I, yep. I actually think that's true to the story. Um, totally. And fits in a two hour movie. I have zero problem with that with them making up a brother that represents those things. I also really love this other thing that you're talking about, which is that it it is also or is most his inner critic. Yep. And then he 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 defeats that or he overcomes that at the end of the movie. Yeah. And
1: I think it's really cool how like he keeps going back to tell his dad. So so mm-hmm. there is an acceptance of dad. I was trying to read it through that lens this time yeah. too because like the acceptance of the father is like such a big thing just like in life. Yeah, um, And some people don't have that. Some people do have that. Some people mm-hmm. don't worry about that. Some people that's crushing. Right. Um, but like I don't think that he just wants to please his dad by doing this. Yeah. Um, because his dad's actually saying he can't do it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I almost think the person that he's most worried about is Frank. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, remember, he's like,
0: please, Frank, please come. Remember to the yeah, game? He's like, I'm
1: going to dress. Please be there.
0: Right. The conversation he has with his dad at the bus stop doesn't keep him from going.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Totally.
0: Um, and then there's even that part where the coach asks, is this just for your dad? Yep. And he says, "No, it's for
1: it's for everybody that said I couldn't do this. That's right. what
0: Frank represents, right?" Okay, so you're you're actually changing my mind about something, which is that I and maybe I'll just talk about it now. Okay. which is um, watching it as a forty something, I kind of felt like Charles S. Dutton in the final speech, which is like, "You are so full of crap," he tells him, <laughs> "You are so full of crap, and you don't even <laughs> yeah. know it." Um, right you five foot nothing, a hundred right. and nothing. Be, yep. And maybe this is, it, it is my age, of course. So where I related to him more, where I was like, um, look around you, dude. <laughs> look at what you've accomplished. Yes. Why are you so obsessed with this one thing? Hmm. And so maybe, maybe we're different in that way because I, I actually think we could probably talk about this more off podcast. You are a person who had that one thing. Mm-hmm. As a very young person, and mm-hmm. you accomplished that one thing. Mm-hmm. You became a professional bassoon player. I, yep. I never I, I have not had anything like that, I don't think, in my life. Um it's always been uh it, it it's been less concrete, maybe for me. Sure, yeah, totally. And so when I have come into contact with students like this, like Rudy is, where they're just so obsessed with this one thing, sometimes it's marriage. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's a certain degree or a certain amount of money. Yep. My go-to in those moments is Charles S. Dutton style. Yep. Saying it's not about that one thing, you idiot.
1: Yep. You're t- yep.
0: <laughs> you need to be satisfied, even if you don't have everything you wanted, especially that one thing. Yep. With who you are, what you've been given. Um, so it's it's more complicated because it's a movie and I get it. And Rudy is so endearing, and th- that that film or that part of the film feels a little jarring. But I was like, yeah. dang, I agree yeah. with this, with what's happening right now. <laughs> it's like
1: in Home Alone, where we used to be Kevin and now we're the parents. Right. You know, like now you relate more to Charles S. Dutton's character yeah. because you're coaching and I'm teaching people to, like, and we have kids and. Um, Mm -hmm. and the movie would have been dumb if like she, um, Lily Tomlin's, sorry, not Lily Tomlin, sorry, Lily Taylor, Lily Tomlin. She's super funny. Um, his girlfriend at the time found that house. It's got wall to wall carpeting. He's like, you know (laughs) what? My dad was right. Forget it. Eh, I'm just going to work at the mill. Uh Um, not that that's bad, but that would not have made a good movie. No. Like, like what if it ended right there? Like that could be end, end movie.
0: I love, by the way, that she ends up with his other brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, that Christmas scene yep. is so good. He comes it home, is. and everybody's like, hmm, "About him, mm. he's right. that." So reminded me of when I first came home from college, where huh. I felt like I was gonna come home the conquering hero. Yeah, I did
1: it. <laughs> the fattened bring kill the fattened calf. The prodigal everybody son. was just kind
0: of like, "Oh, hey, Steven. Other people have gone to college, you know, <laughs> in the history of the world. And I was like, huh? Right. Um, but and then, then he's leave. already feeling that. And then his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend <laughs> comes in kissing on his brother. <laughs> right. You're smooching with everybody. Smooching with everybody. Uh,
1: yep. I love oh, that. Oh, totally. Okay. So um, you're, you're totally right. Like when you – like the, the the idea of like that one thing if you don't get it, forget yeah. it. Um, right. He's he's totally right on because that's one of the things with his dream that doesn't resonate. Yeah. Um. Is like okay. So what do you do now that you played that play? You sacked that quarterback. It's like what's the sequel? Like now what? And that's a yeah. big thing in our forties, right? That we're thinking like if you do go for that, and I've definitely felt that a lot, and that's where the song. Look around, look around. <laughs>
0: yep. Not enough. Am I that, that's, enough? that's very, that's Charles S. Dutton's speech put to music, right? Totally. Philip um, Asu
1: singing Charles S. Dutton to Rudy. That's what that song is in Hamilton.
0: Right. And I love, I love what you're asking right now, which is what happens when you do get the one thing? Yep. This is not what the movie's about, but when I'm watching it as a 42-year-old guy who has, you know, gone through a couple <laughs> midlife crises already... Right. <laughs> um I mean uh, you 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 accomplished the goal from 8th grade, right? You yep. became a professional bassoonist. Yeah. But your all of your problems didn't go away. All of everything didn't go oh away Oh my gosh. Sometimes totally. I just want to get a hold of Rudy and shake him like if you get this thing there's more to life than that. Yeah. And you're going to have to go on from it. Um so it, I've never thought that before watching this movie it's been 25 years or whatever s- since I did but it was interesting for me to take the dream and put it through that lens yeah of just just relax bro now if I he know. had relaxed he wouldn't have gotten there so I don't know quite how I feel about Rudy maybe that's my conclusion
1: okay <laughs> yep and perhaps that's a 20 something thing too yeah. Is like shoot for the shoot for the stars. You get the moon for free, um, but but like it it so like you know success is about the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep saying phrases that I love. Um, but <laughs> just if you do didn't, it. it just just do it. If you didn't have a goal, yeah. then you're not heading anywhere. You know what I mean? Right. So like he had a huge dream, yeah, and he went in that direction, and then life happened all the way through it. He got to meet D Bob. Which is like mm-hmm. the most hilarious name and I love love seeing John Favreau in this John role. John Favreau
0: looks like looks like he has a lot of makeup on for one thing. But he looks <laughs> he's such a baby face in this movie. He totally is. He's got those tight, tight, <laughs> thin sweater vests on all the time. Right. Deep Vs.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> it's a it's a great look. Um yeah. and they it really places them in the seventies. He's great in it.
1: Yeah, he's he's killing it in this. Yeah. Um Okay, so the dream
0: yep, love it.
1: Um, analyze that for whatever it's worth and actually I think that's um, I do want to know what the sequel is because <laughs> like you like yeah like you get the mar- like if you're obsessed, if you go to college uh-huh. and you're obsessed with getting married, yeah or if you're married and you're obsessed with having a kid or if you're obsessed with a career or the next stage in your career or whatever, you're right, you'll mm-hmm. get there. They carry yep. you off the field, everybody's chanting your name. But then you're home and it's like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, th- those thoughts flitted through my brain, but the movie's so good. I mean, you could put you could put any sports mo- you could put any movie through the ringer like that, right? Like what happens yeah. next after Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan meet and they're right. going down the elevator and like, what have we done?
1: Wait, we don't even know each other. <laughs> and I saw that trailer where you're actually a creeper, <laughs> a stalker. So
0: what the right? Heck? Put to different music. This elevator ride is terrifying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. it is, it's such a great movie. The story is so well told, um, yeah. that it, I mean, it's it's a great inspirational story. I didn't let it throw me. It just was was kind of in my mind now and then throughout the movie.
1: Yep, it's just it's just good to think about. Yeah. Um, okay. Next evidence. All right. Second piece of evidence. You know, I love how a movie looks. Yes. How it sounds, yes, and how it makes me feel. Um, you know, we're gonna get through these last two really quick because, because okay. we, because we spent a lot of time. The dream was like this: this movie is about. That's
0: dreaming. what the movie is. This right. movie
1: is about dreaming big yep. and never quitting. Um, yeah. What is the sequel? Don't know. How do you learn to be satisfied? <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. We'll talk about that tons more. Um, yeah. I just want to mention two things. Uh, okay. Uh, number two is how it looks and sounds. Okay. Okay. Um super cool, like just from like a technical aspect. Um, I was I was reading up on this. Um, NFL Films mm-hmm. is like a production company. Um, and they actually filmed the the football stuff. Okay. Um, and that, that's just part of what makes it look so real, so like epic in the actual football scenes and the training stuff. I mean, it um, is a
0: full stadium, right? Th- th- there is yeah. no. There's th- this is. I mean, Jurassic Park was happening this year, but they were not CGIing this crowd.
1: Right. So I, I I read into that. So, or I I heard Sean Astin talk about this. Um, thirty, the the band, the Notre Dame yeah. band, they filmed this during a game, like a real okay. Notre Dame game, and was the wondering. band gave uh-huh. them thirty minutes of their. Normal, like, halftime time okay, to just shoot some scenes with wow. a full of you know, almost a full concert hall with a full stadium, <laughs> yeah, um, full of people, right? Um, and so, like, that's that's what gives it that not so it's not Phantom Menace where there's 20 uh-huh. people and you can see around <laughs> it where the 20 are, and then they CGI'd <laughs> everything, <and> it's like <laughs> oh, a bunch yeah. of locusts and stuff, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Um. So, so what was cool about that is like they filmed it um, with their unbelievable cinematographers, uh-huh. making it look epic, making it look gritty, like right. like a real football game. Um. And then these were all like almost live-to-tape things. Yeah. So he was. So it
0: would have to be right if they had yeah. only that amount of time.
1: Yeah. He was like, we. Um. He was like, it was nerve-wracking because mm. you had one take. You're in front of all these people. You're using up all this. Time and um, what they did it in two different games, one was snowing and Mm -hmm. one wasn't, so they couldn't do any like cutting right between the two because they look super different. I mean, like, this is like you know, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, so just the way it looks, um, and then the way it sounds, I'll just do this real quick Uh because everybody knows I love my scores. Jerry Goldsmith's in the top five, um, I think. This is maybe Jerry Goldsmith's best theme. I mean, he's got some great ones in Star Trek. Okay. Like actual hummable themes and like I was mm-hmm. saying at the top. Um it is uh it's like an I- Irish flute. You know like yeah, I hadn't an, an ir- of that, but you're totally an Irish right. song, but it's like yeah. if you go like la da and if, if you just add some grace notes, okay. La da, dee dum yeah. dum dee da, da do ya do da da, da da it's like so like lilting it's it's yeah. perfect it is like yeah he, somehow he captured like remember the irish washerwoman mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's like it's got it's in it's in a it's in three it's got that lilt and uh-huh. just change the rhythm yeah like i said and add a grace note and you are like straight Celtic flute. James <laughs> Galway. Yeah.
0: Um it, it's just I love it, dude. Yep. It's a great score. I love it too. And I even though I hadn't seen it for 25 years, I remembered it.
1: Yep. Well, and I
0: wonder if that's because I've heard it other places. Could that be?
1: Yeah, this is this is one of those like like in that clip earlier from Rudy um that when he was talking, like um it was used, it's been used all over the place, like NFL films used it. Yeah, motivational movies have used it. Trailers, trailers. Have used it. I was wondering
0: if I've heard it over and over on maybe even yeah. other movies that are, I like Irish centric yeah, sure. or something. Sure. Yeah, because <laughs> I I could sing along with it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we ever played it in band or something. I could we sing along have. with it immediately.
1: Well, and it's also one of those like that's in the um the hallways of Soren. It's Disney World?
0: <laughs> yep. So
1: like dude, if you're a 90s film fan or mm-hmm. a music score fan, go yeah. when we can one day go wait at Soren. Yeah. It's all Jerry Goldsmith scores like Air Force 1,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Dave. Uh Dave I don't think is Jerry Goldsmith, but yeah, it's not. Um it's all those like 90s scores and okay. Mark McKenzie dude orchestrated all that stuff and put all that together. Our friend. Incredible. Yeah. Um, he didn't orchestrate this movie. He did Jerry Goldsmith's Last Seven. Um, okay, But Sweet. That is my second piece of evidence. Nice. How it looks, how it sounds. I mean, there's, there's chant. There, there, there's all the the the, the Glee Club singing. Yep. The yes. drum lines. When it's
0: just the acapella Glee Club. Mm. That's good stuff. Very collegiate.
1: Yep. And the sound of a crowd at a football game with the announcer. Yeah. Is yep. I lived um like less than a mile from Camp Randall for for two years, which is where the yeah. Badgers play. And there were right. games where we just slept through, sold our tickets and slept through. That, yeah. You could pay for your season ticket because you could sell right. You could just go to the ones you wanted to. Yeah. Um, and so I remember sleeping to that sound. Best uh-huh. best to wow. sleep into that.
0: No, I wasn't I was in the men's glee club in college. Oh yeah. So I, I have some stories about that. I don't think we ever saying anything I mean, the issue, dude, is my college did not have a big football program. And so I never had that experience that you did. And so it's just making more and more sense to me about why this movie connects with you so differently than it does to me. Because there's just a lot of experiences I think you bring into it that I didn't. But I was in the men's glee club.
1: Okay, we've got college football. We've got amazing music. We've got fall. We've got Sean Astin, one of the greatest actors. Um, yeah. This is just going to take me to number three. And it's related to number one, but just how uh, how much it motivates you. And this is really cool that you said about your brother-in-law. Yeah, the
0: Taylor, yep. Taylor. It, it actually motivates you. Yep. So when you get to the end, you're like... You want to do something? <laughs> totally. <laughs> like I
1: dare anybody. To, okay, so the the song the the track is called Tryouts. Uh huh. Um and like okay, this sounds like the morning. Uh huh. Right? It's morning. It's crisp. Where's that flute? I don't know. I can't. But like <laughs> same place why, the light is coming from. <laughs> yeah. Why are those strings there? Like but I just want to go for a freaking run. Yeah. Like, don't yep. you just, is that not
0: so great? Yeah. That track is incredible because um, it, and it is exactly what's happening. Yep. Does that sound dumb? It just, it just, you, you, you hear that and you know what scene it's from yep. and you know what they're doing. And it, it's just, you, you want to go try out for a football team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. Um, Yep. It's just, um, it's a motivating movie. It, yeah. it dares you to dream, but like we're saying now in our, in our mid middle age, um, what are maybe, maybe like, I don't know this, this is, I hadn't thought about this until right now. Like what's a dream mm-hmm. now, dude?
0: Yeah. Um, well I can tell you <laughs> I wasn't playing. like I've, ta- I've talked to you about this realization that I had about my relationship with God over the past 40 years maybe I haven't yep. yeah you have where totally the, the first and it's not just about God but maybe with the universe where the first 20 years of my life was about um appeasing
2: mm-hmm. like
0: I just I just kind of felt like I had a lot of guilt and so it was like Appeasing God, appeasing other people, appeasing the universe, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Pretty exhausting for 20 years from birth until 20. (laughs) Um, From 20 to 40 was proving Hmm. like, no, I'm good. I'm successful and I can do this and I can post these things and people will love me. Mm -hmm. And when I hit 40, I was like, I'm so exhausted by both of those things. Yeah. Um, Appeasing, proving or impressing impressing yeah impressing yeah, totally um, and I mean I hit I hit a wall dude 40 mm-hmm. and I was like, what even makes sense for me anymore um, And so I talked about this in on the other feed on two Gomers run for their lives. It, my my word then became love.
1: Mm-hmm. It sounds
0: so cheesy. I'm sorry, but it was, it's a kind nope. of a cheesy movie so I'll go there. Yep. Where it's like, I just want to love other people and be loved. That's my dream. Mm. Yep. Um, Yeah. I'm going to read something to you on the Black Panther episode about Chadwick Boseman too on our result show where I was cool. like, I also want to be that. Um, yeah. But uh, if I could just focus my next 40 years, what do you think? 40? Do I yep. have 40 years left probably? 40, yeah, 45? Yeah. I'm running every day. So maybe 45. Good. Um if I can focus that on loving God, loving other people, loving myself, and receiving love back, that's the dream. And so I just wow. I, I wish I could tell Rudy that, but yeah. I don't think it would do Rudy in that movie any good. He needed in his twenties to figure out this one thing. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and and I think my hope and also probably my guess about Rudy Rudiger, if there's a foundation and all mm-hmm. that stuff, yep. that he has matured in his goal setting and dream. Making, um, I would hope so, and I actually think he probably has.
1: Yeah, well, taking the platform that he's been given, right? And, um, I mean, it makes me want to look look into it. Actually, I I should have before we started this, but, um, he was given a platform. This movie, Mm -hmm. it actually sounds like he might be a Christian. I'm not sure. So he was talking about how like the how some of it came together was kind of like a God miracle sort of thing well
0: he's certainly irish catholic we know that yeah yeah
1: (laughs) right yeah that's right
0: singing is oh the laddie the laddie oh the lassie he's he's he has religious roots i wonder if he is he continues to be religious sure maybe he
1: ended up becoming a priest in the end that's
0: the sequel he goes back to (laughs) father cavanaugh he has to do the whole thing over again but this time to become a
1: priest (laughs) <laughs> they want him on the team. He's like, no, I want to be a priest now. <laughs> but he is such a big dreamer. I wonder if he did jump into another one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing. So, yeah, it's like you can't um, circumvent your 20s right. and your 30s. Like you can't arrive at where you're at without having gone through all that crap.
0: Yeah, and you know, so like I, I was, I was just talking about how I wish I could shake him and tell him all that stuff. And sometimes I say that to students, and and I'll, most of the time I have to back up and say, no, this has to happen right now.
1: You have to go through this, right? Oh, yeah,
0: and you have to fail a million times, and you have to succeed sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm, um yep. because that's the only way you get it. And actually the movie shows that really well. we we are, Taylor and I were watching this movie together and I, and it was an hour and 10 minutes in and he hadn't even th- gotten to that tryout scene yet. Yep. More than halfway he, through he the to- movie and it's all You're about totally, the struggle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's really he's only in the on the team for like the last 20 or 30 minutes of the movie at all. Right. It's like it's crazy. It's like, and and that's actually some pretty amazing movie making how they make like um, getting trying to make make A's and B's and like keep mm-hmm. sending like keep applying for college. That's basically what this is. Is he's like trying to apply for college? It's and a getting full that hour dumb. of him
0: applying
1: for college. I know that's exactly <laughs> what it is. His friend dies, yep. super tragic. Uh, yeah. Then he applies for college. Um, keeps getting that thin letter, which we remember the thin letter.
0: I remember the thin letter. I remember my girlfriend getting the thick one. And me getting yep. the thin one, yep. yep. Northwestern, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: totally. So, um, letter. <laughs> I yeah. Could be blown away by the wind. <laughs> it comes up, open the mailbox, <laughs> it just flies away. You're like, well, I guess I'm not going there. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I just um, it's it's motivating. Uh, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. You're you're totally right, and you couldn't talk. I've had that question before, like. What would you ask? What would you tell your 20-year-old self? I actually taught a master class for the Emory Youth Symphony last night on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And they actually yeah. asked me something like that. What advice would you give like your 16, 17, 18 year old self?
0: Yeah. And
1: I actually said, You're gonna fail a lot. Yeah. And it, maybe part of it is cause I was researching for this movie.
0: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, maybe.
1: but you know, dream big. Yeah. Never quit. Yeah. Um, you're gonna fail a lot. Um but yeah, you can't get to the other side without going through it. No, um, and and I like just one one closing on that is like I have I had a student, and when I was kind of like really studying the Unhurried Life book that you gave me at forty mm-hmm. for Alan Falding, and yep. I was like telling him about it, and he's like twenty, yeah, and I was like it is falling on deaf ears, but also <laughs> it's like it shouldn't. He sh- at twenty he shouldn't be. St- like, should you strive for the unhurried life at twenty?
0: Like, isn't that what you're? I don't you're know like, the answer to that. Yeah, yeah. So right, um, I certainly know that for myself. In my forties, I need to. Um, yeah, totally. But I actually, it, this is a gr- it's a great college movie, right? It's a great twenties movie. Um, yeah. And so, I actually th- it was interesting. I, I love Anthony's choices for this reason because I don't think I would have picked this movie, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if I would have watched it again. But mm-hmm. I loved watching it. It mm-hmm. made me think about so much stuff. It relates so much to the people that I work with, mm-hmm. right? It was insightful about my own life. Um, and no matter what, you get <laughs> to that last scene. Uh huh. And they carry him off. Yeah. And the, you know, I love those like, the cards come up and say what happens at the very end, right before the credits. Yep. And that thing about no one has, no one has been carried off the field since. Mm. Mm Um, what are you going to, what are you going to do at that point? There, there's no way not to just (laughs) like (laughs) almost be paralyzed at that point (laughs) with, um, inspiration. (laughs) They, they, they work you, and they accomplish what they want to do at the end of this movie.
1: Yep. It's just great. Tears yep. you up, motivates yep. you, sounds great, looks great, causes you to dream and then at 40 analyze those dreams and analyze <laughs> the next step. Um I'm <laughs> I in looking into that those Joe Montana hot takes. They uh-huh. asked him what was it like when you fin- cuz I think he won 4 Super Bowls. Okay. Like when you have to lay down the football, what do you do? Right. And he was like I couldn't look at a game for 2 years. Wow. You know, so just thinking about that, you achieved the dream, you yeah. did the thing, then what? Right. So.
0: Well, we have achieved the dream of doing a Rudy episode. So i yeah. feel good about that. How inspiring that, is
1: that? <laughs> that was a, um, a sacred cow for me, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm really right? happy we did it. Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, Joe Montana, he went into horse horse training and horse riding. And so he discovered that kind of like second thing. Um, oh, interesting. But I don't know. It's it's uh, This is this is cool. And also, think about that Frank. Who's your think inner about critic? about that Frank. Who's Constantly. the inner Frank?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to defeat that inner Frank. Yeah. Um, and one more thing. Brett Favre was in There's Something About Mary. Not Ace Ventura. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got confused. Okay, listener, it's up to you. There's a couple ways you can vote. You can go to our – well, follow us on Instagram. That's the best way. Um, Facebook Mm -hmm. is being real dumb with this new Facebook. Um, I figured out a way to do polls, and it still won't let me. It says, giving me errors, forget that. But you can follow us on Facebook, that's Two Gomers. Follow us on Instagram, much better, at Two Gomers. We put polls up in both places or ask the question, is this a perfect movie? You can vote yes or no on Rudy in the next week or so. Keep an eye on that. And then we will come back um, in... A special bonus disc episode on the Patreon. That's twogomers.com. No, sorry. Patreon.com slash twogomers. You can support us and follow us there for the full result episode. And we'll also reveal the results in our next episode. Our next full movie episode, which is going to be Selma. Mm. I'm excited about that, dude. Yes, Um, totally. Speaking of results, we also like to give you the results of the previous movie, like I just said. So we got to get to the Black Panther results real quick. We're about to record a full episode of that. We haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. But just to let you know, we've been waiting on this for a while now. A 10th movie. Yep. On our perfect movie list. Guess what? Black Panther is that movie. Wow. So we are at 10 movies. Black Panther did make the cut. Wait, Actually, I don't know that because I don't know what your vote is. We didn't record that
1: episode yet. We didn't record
0: that episode yet. (laughs) Are you going to vote yes? Yeah, dude. Okay, good. Okay, fine. <laughs> Sorry, we should have thought that through. <laughs> we did this out of order. Okay, phew. So Anthony voted yes, I voted yes, and the Gomer Nation came in, I think, at almost 90%. Incredible. Wow. So, so happy to put that on there. Number 10 on the list. We are going to record a special bonus episode soon where we talk through all 10 of those uh, movies and decide what to do now that we've gotten to the 10 Um but just so people know, we're not stopping the podcast. I wonder if some people no. were worried about that.
1: <laughs> we're not stopping. Don't worry. No.
0: We've got a long list of movies left to go.
1: It's like that. It's like the podcast is that sandwich and never-ending story. Can't. <laughs> got to save it. Got a it long way yet. to go.
0: Got a long way to no. go. I think it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich.
1: Mm, on white bread. Yep. Also, movie movie foods, that uh, the shake that he makes... Egg, orange juice oh, with yeah, cracked egg dad. in the middle. Blends yep. that and drinks it live yep. on camera. I want to yeah. try that.
0: They're in Berlin or whatever. Filmed in oh, Berlin. Yeah. You can totally yep. tell. Sehr gut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Um, Rudy, we're 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 rooting you. We're rooting for you, Rudy. Yes, Rudy. 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 <laughs> Rudy. We will see if it's a perfect movie. Um, coming up here. In the next couple of weeks, all right, dude. Great app.
1: Great, super fun, man. Thanks for letting us talk through that. That was super fun, and thanks for watching. Yep.
0: Uh, have a great week.
1: All right, you too, dude.
0: And happy watching, Selma.